Okay, welcome back to part three of Your Word is Your Bond. And I hope you listen to part one and two and or you can listen to part three. And like I said in the other two parts, I want to wet your beak so that you'll be so curious. You'll go back and listen to part one and two and hopefully start listening to me more and more and more. Um, I once again, I say it at the end, but I'm going to say it at the beginning this time, I would love your feedback and how this series has helped you or what you think of it. Um, um, you can reach me online, love, L-O-V-E at Cardelia, C-A-R-D-E-L-I-A.com. Um, I'm Cardelia Reed, your spiritual life coach. And, um, I think I've told you earlier, uh, that, um, spiritual life coach is really just another word for ministry. And uh, how I came to this journey is that a series of things occurred in my life that were unexplainable, but they were pretty negative to the point where they felt demonic and that things were manifesting in my life that I could not explain. And things started manifesting to the point where um, I was praying. I, I've been a believer all my life, but it just seemed like my prayers were not enough. Um, or they just were not being answered, uh, or they were just delayed, you know, either God says yes, no, or later, you know, but, um, it's very difficult to explain, except your word is your bond. We started talking about having the mind of Christ and, um, how badly do you believe that you have the mind of Christ? I remember when I first read this verse and as I mentioned in part two I was just so hungry for more in my life things seemed to just not go well at all and I had no logical explanation for a series of bad things that I know you can identify with whether it's a death of a loved one um work it could be relationship wise it could even be financial And God forbid that it's your health. But if you have a series of things that's going on in your life, you cannot explain. I would love for you to go back and just look at, think about the words that are coming out of your mouth. And I want you to know how badly it is to feel that we have the mind of Christ. Now, when I was going through my, I think I told you I was born with the gift of wisdom, just as you were born with several gifts. And I was born with the gift of prophecy. And I was born with the gift of discernment. And actually, that's another gift you have to keep learning as well. That's a constant learning process of the gift of discernment. But there's so many gifts that God gives us freely. And I want you to know what they are. So with that, those are things that kept coming against me. And when they kept coming against me, I kept thinking badly. When I thought badly, I said bad things and then more bad things kept happening to my life that I could not explain except, you know, one thing that was for sure, I couldn't explain it. But the overall fact was I was out of a job again. The overall fact was I was having relationship problems. Okay. Or the overall fact was my, I was financially hit. Now those things are facts, but from my perspective, I couldn't explain it because I had not known my life sometimes to go down such a spiral. We must have these things occur to us in life for us to grow because the rain falls on the just and the unjust. And if it, if bad things didn't happen, when would we grow? You can become bitter or you can become better. You make the choice. Also, we want you to make the choice to understand your words and to speak freely. So I was going through such a devout time that I... um started the whole the holy spirit started to speak to me again and when we talk about the holy spirit speaking 
You know, for those of us as believers, the Holy Spirit is Jesus as the comforter. And the comforter comes to us at times, good and bad, does not matter. He's always there. But um, those instinctive thoughts that you have in your mind, you wonder, is that really me? And one thing I can promise you about instinct, it's never wrong. It's never really wrong. You can question it, but it's always right. So we use the words instinct, really. I use the word Holy Spirit, spiritually. I was sitting up one day and all of a sudden, I just heard the Holy Spirit say, no eyes have seen Ears have not heard, neither have entered into the heart of man. And I just couldn't really put it quite together. I know I had heard it several times in my upbringing, you know, in the church, people saying out scriptures, but I couldn't understand why these particular words kept coming to my mind as eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. So I began to do a search in my Bible app on those exact words. And what came up was First Corinthians, uh, second chapter. I read verses one all the way through to verse 16 and as I started reading it the scriptures just got deeper and deeper and deeper and at the end it says we have the mind of Christ so I'm thinking oh do we really have the mind of Christ now you can say that all day don't all day long but until you actually know what it means then that's where the excitement comes you have so much power in your words, in your tongue, in your thoughts, in your actions. But it starts with your words. Remember, at the beginning, Jesus spoke the world into existence. I don't remember reading anything in Genesis about um, the things that come out, the Big Bang or a ball or something clay lump some inhabited or just jumped out somewhere from the universe i don't know either way he spoke the world into existence spoke he said let there be light and there was i find that amazing now those words came out of the mouth of god why is it that we have a hard time saying positive things ourselves one thing i can promise you about the enemy he kind of knows what's going on with you future wise. If he can abort your future, that would just be a wonderful thing for the gates of hell. But if you're reading and you're intentional about knowing who you are and the kind of power that God gives us, you will understand your words better. So it's important to speak life into what you have. I want you to believe in your heart. That you have the mind of Christ and how powerful that is and how your words will give life into things to occur in your life. And you have to just keep saying the words until it comes true. Now, if you are listening to this, I'm going to give you a huge example of what's happening right now because I know the enemy. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm, I'm not extremely proud of that, but I know you do too. All you have to do is turn on the TV. So if you're listening to this right now, the first thing the enemy's going to say to you, because I know he said it to me, is that's not really true, is it? How can you have the mind of Christ? Christ is Christ, and you're a man or you're a woman. How can that be possible? How can that? Who can say that? Only believers say that. You shouldn't believe that. That's how the enemy works. He's going to have you second-guessing it. Well, I'm glad you're thinking that, because let's back up for just a second. Like I said in the, in the set part two of the series, I like to work backwards. Um, it talks about... Now, let's go back up because this is where we compare 
spiritual to spiritual. Let's go up to verse 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. So listen to what's going on right now. If you heard me say you have the mind of Christ, and then the enemy is whispering right now in your ear saying, oh, that's ridiculous. How in the world are you going to have the mind of Christ? It says it right there. The one thing I love about the Bible is so deep. And it really does mean every single word that it says. It leads up to something. It's not just idle words there. Every word was left there for a reason. For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. So, ooh, I think I just said a whole lot there. Because that means that in your natural mind... You're thinking, there's no way I have the mind of Christ. What I'm asking you to do is be intentional about your spiritual mind. And how are you intentional about your spiritual mind unless you ask God and say, God, can you turn on my spiritual eyes and ears? I just need to hear you right now. Sometimes that's all you need before you read any verse, regardless of where you are and what you're going through in life. They are spiritually discerned. So at the end of the day, It starts talking about in verse 15 that there's judgment spiritually and that he himself is judged of no man. Look at how it's comparing man to spiritual. And I basically tells you there's no comparison. You will think this is foolish if you're thinking in your natural mind. You will shut this down if you're thinking in your natural mind. But I bet you can't get up tomorrow and explain why your day is going bad in your natural mind because you're going to curse it before you bless it which is natural and there's a whole lot of cursing going on turn the tv on because you see so many things that are so negative you feel so many things that are so negative sometimes even in your own household cursing just becomes second nature this is why you have to be intentional about being in the spirit mind it's not easy if it was easy everybody would do it matter of fact I think I just said something else. If you go back up to 1 Corinthians 2nd chapter 8th verse, actually the 7th verse, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So you see, we don't know. In our natural mind. We're not designed to know in our natural mind. We are designed in our natural mind to be like the world. Just as it says that worldly things know of worldly things. And spirit things know of spirit things. So you got to be intentional about going to your spirit mind. Which, hey, that's a good way to renew your spirit. Go to your spirit mind. You just simply ask. And when you ask, you got to believe it's going to be given unto you. Acts, believe, receive. And the next thing you know, ding, that's right. You have a better understanding of your day. You're thinking better. You're speaking better. And guess what? Things in your life are naturally occurring better. Isn't that wonderful? Listen, I don't know about you, but um, I know that we can all use improvement. I know I can always use improvement and I, I can never get enough of that. I once had the opportunity, and I'm so happy I did, to talk to someone that was agnostic. And his words were, there may be a God, there may not. I don't know. Okay, 
Those were his words on one end. Now, the next thing that came out of his mouth was people in the church have hurt me. And he gave numbers of examples of how people, so-called Christians in the South, uh, have hurt him. Okay, so you just said God on one end, and then you compared God to people on the other. Now, I think by the way I have dissected those thoughts, you get to where I'm going. You have to compare spiritual with spiritual and worldly with worldly. You have to know that because there are so many different religions out there, it's easy to let man represent what God truly is. And that's not true. But a lot of times we do that, especially when it comes to religion. We naturally put a face on what religion is. I naturally put a face on Buddhism, for example. I'm not picking on Buddhism, but you put a face on that because of those statues, right? Uh, you put a face on Christianity because you naturally uh, uh, you associate that with what people have painted of Jesus. But you don't think about the spiritual. So spirituality takes the face out of all those things. If you were to go through an exercise right now and you were to close your eyes and imagine sitting in a garden with Jesus, what does he look like? What does he feel like? Close your eyes and try this with me right now. Imagine a garden, the most beautiful garden you've ever seen. And just sitting there and you feel the wind blowing and you feel the soil under your hands and you see the vividness of the pink and purple and yellow flowers just feels and feels and feels and feels of them. And somewhere out there in all those uh, fields of flowers, you see a forest walking in your direction. I bet you in this field is daylight, right? Yes. So you're looking towards the light. Well, keep looking because that force is going to keep walking towards you slowly, but surely. And then that force and you for a second, imagine that being Jesus. Imagine for a second being Jesus. Now, based on what you've been taught, you're probably imagining a certain skin color, aren't you? But if you're imagining a light, you're there spiritually. If you're imagining a skin color, I want you to step off of that bridge and come on the next and imagine the spirit. Because God has opened up your spiritual eyes. In Jesus' name, he's opened up your eyes. Now, you see that light and you feel the beauty coming from that light. Now imagine that you have the same mind as that light. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the best feeling in the world. That is the most powerful feeling in the world. It's nothing that can compare to that. There's no money. There's no house. There's no car. There's nothing financially. There's no political gain. There's no uh, promotion worldly for it. No platform that can compare with that kind of mind. It's priceless. <sighs> All of this came from your word being your bond. Imagine that. Uh, so much to be said about that. And I want you to believe that and feel it today that your words give life to so much. So take that mind that you have of Christ. I gave you the example and employ it in your life. Give birth 
to the most beautiful baby of words of wisdom that you can ever do. And it's the biggest favor you can do for yourself. And you will see Christ work in ways in your life that he never ever has and you'll see little things happening during the day supernatural things that you can't explain at first you're going to try to rise off and say oh it's a coincidence oh that just no it's going to be too many of them that's christ saying you you reach out for me and i'll come back and i'll reach humbly towards you that's you accepting his love unconditional love regardless of who you are and where you've been in life and what you've been through is unconditional there's no list of things you have to meet a criteria you have to meet to receive it these are things that were given freely unto us by christ his love his mercy his grace his mind i cannot think of anyone that's going to give you that except christ (sighs) i am i love this i this is um Actually, walking into this spiritual journey is the best thing that has ever happened to me. And I told you earlier, I had a string of bad circumstances to get to where I am. A lot of demonic forces trying very, very hard to uh, interrupt me and distract me and pull me down and negate me, so to speak. But to be intentional takes the mind of Christ. It takes tenacity. It takes endurance. It takes stamina and strength that only Christ can give you. So I'm going to tell you, I know it's not easy. I know what the enemy is saying to you. Hey, I, you may have even wanted to turn the podcast off. I don't know. But I know what it's like to be in that place of bondage. Be careful what you listen to on the radio and on TV. They will place thoughts in your mind that will give birth to bondage in your life. Demonic mind-blowing slavery because we have the mind of christ demonic forces work hard to take that mind away from us so i hope this series has done something for you and there's much more to where that little exercise came from there's much more to where this series came from and um, i am really led by the holy spirit by these series and there's no prearranged script here, okay? This is the Holy Spirit working through me. Uh, when I started going through my experience, I just wanted better. So I started ask, asking God you, to use me as a vessel to help other people. And thank God that that's occurring. I, um, this is fruit for your soul. You must hear this before your day starts because it's tough out there, but it's not tougher than Christ. Remember, you have the mind of Christ. Remember to watch your words. Remember, renew your spirit and your spirit will give birth to better thoughts. Now, until next time, I want you to join me on a whole new series journey next. I'm looking for you. I look to hear from you. Uh, Please continue to listen to this podcast. I love to hear feedback. Um. I am just, I'm so moved in the spirit that it's kind of hard to even know what to say next. But all I have to do is say, Jesus love you. And, and so do I. Until next time.